0: Hey, hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host. <laughs> what? Well, it's going to be one of those kind of shows. <laughs> What'd I do? Nothing. This episode of Stuck in the 80s has been brought to you by... Hey,
1: you scratch my
0: ear? The 80s Cruise. Find out more at the80scruise.com.
2: Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the music. You can't have The Pretender's First Album. That's mine. I bought it. You did not.
0: The catchphrases. Did you have a brain tumor for breakfast? And the wannabes.
1: Sometimes I see you dance around the house in my underwear. Doesn't make me Madonna. Never will.
0: Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s.
1: Can you say stuck in the 80s?
0: Hey, welcome to Stuck in the 80s. It's your host, Steve Spears. And today, hey, don't let the intro fool you. We're not doing a show on country music, but we are honoring three more classic cover songs from the 80s. Uh, what kind of
1: music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Giddy
3: up, ba pop 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 Brad L.A. can oh, actually that- carry
0: that off.
1: That was great.
3: Hey, you know that my Oklahoma roots served me well from time to time.
0: Oh god. You even got okay. the choreography down. You guys didn't see that part though, man. That was good. Was <laughs> oh, no, that's, I'm good. sure that's even worse. So, so Carol Jansen is our other co-host obviously. Uh Carol, your turn.
4: Uh no.
0: You're not going to sing it? Come on, Carol.
4: No, I'll just give you a high silver away. That's it.
3: You're wearing
0: my hat. What else you got that's mine? So anyway, um, we're going to do cover songs. in the 80s. I think is our third or fourth installment of this. Am I right? Am I? Is my arithmetic uh, correct? I think it's our third.
3: I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. There's so, so many great cover songs right. to cover. Cover cover songs. Cover. We're
0: going to milk this cow till it's dry. Um, and we're going to
3: fill it back up with milk and milk it again.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's an image. There's I don't,
3: more and more. You. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah. It's like an onion. So, it makes Spearsy cry, and it's got lots of layers.
0: So here's the premise of the show For those of you who uh, aren't following as closely as you should be Um, We are going to each honor today a song That we believed at one point in our lives To be an original song from the 80s Only to find out tragically That it was previously recorded by another artist Who wants to go first? You go first, Yeah, I think you should go first, Steve Gee, what song am I going (laughs) to (laughs) do? Let's cue up this classic from the Oak Ridge Boys Anyone here a fan of the Oak Ridge Boys? He says, the Oaks, as not, they are known.
3: Not really. No. Why are they called the Oaks? Because Oak Ridge Boys take so long to say.
0: Oh, jeez! Like we don't, don't have, have the don't tattoo
3: artist couldn't fit it on their thigh, so they had to just go with the Oaks. <laughs> jeez! I've never know. heard. What do, you, what do
0: you got? I don't know. <laughs> so. In the early 80s, we were still being um, deluged by the um, that weird pop country genre. You know, yeah, there was, there was a lot more than you think. Um, you can pretty much blame it as, as the age of Kenny Rogers. Yeah. And even Dolly Parton. And then duets between Kenny Rogers, Rogers and, and anybody were, with a pulse. Exactly. So my parents were nuts crazy for that for that kind of period of music. And so I was subjected to Elvira constantly. <laughs> is that what
3: your mom would put on to call you to dinner? Uh, let's eat, let's eat, <laughs> let's
0: eat Spearsy. It, it would not surprise me if we had to sit through a recording of this at one point during dinner. But I was shocked to learn just earlier this week that it is not an original song by the Oak Ridge Boys who I refuse to call the Oaks. Uh... <laughs> In uh, in all reality, it was a songwriter named Dallas Frazier. Of course he's named Dallas Frazier. What else would he be called?
3: Dallas Frazier.
0: Dallas
2: Frazier. Coming at you live
0: from New York City. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dallas was from Nashville. Uh, in 1966, uh, Frazier wrote this song, recorded it. It would peak at number 72, and this is what it sounded like.
1: Eyes that look like a heaven and lips like a cherry wine. She can sure enough make my little light shine. I get funny feelings up and down my spine. Cause I know that my hair was mine.
0: You know what? I actually prefer that version. It's, it's a little uh, raunchier, yeah. a little edgier somehow. If
3: country music can be edgy, yeah. mm.
0: it has that like a, a more of a R and B grip to it. <laughs> no, Seriously. I don't know
3: That's if I'd go that far.
0: Show over. <laughs>
3: <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I disagreed with you, sir. So, <laughs> yes, you're absolutely
0: right.
4: <laughs> whatever uh, you
0: say, Steve. Whatever you say. Here, here's what's, here's so, so here's what's really bizarre too. The song is not about a woman. Really? It's about a street in East Nashville, Tennessee. Huh. I don't know how that works out, but that's what Dallas thought, and that's what everyone says, and uh, there's, it is a substantiated story. Elvira, not a woman, but a street. What's, big, what's the big deal about the street? Why is this heart on fire for the street? <laughs> I don't know.
3: It's
0: Dallas so really liked streets. That's all I can say. It uh, was that pavement.
3: Oh, so smooth.
0: So smooth.
3: The, um, spe- just don't pave them like they used to.
0: You guys. <laughs> no respect for the classics. So anyway, speaking of Kenny Rogers, he uh, also recorded this song in 1970. And it sounded a little bit stranger. Even still, it sounded a little bit like this.
4: I have not heard that song.
0: Yeah. so it's, It doesn't even sound – you have to really pay attention to even can tell that that's Kenny Rogers. But uh, anyway, the Oak Ridge Boys, uh, they liked the previous recordings of it. Uh, when they were recording a new album in 1980, they decided it was time to do a cover song. Uh, it, of course, became a huge hit for them. Oh, yeah. It's their signature song. Uh, it was their fourth number one hit. It even peaked at number five on the Hot 100 in August uh, 1981.
3: That's pretty impressive because I mean, that's a straight up country song, you know, a four part harmony, practically a barbershop quartet. And that was at the top of the, you know, or near the top of the pop charts. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Well,
4: weren't the weren't the Oak Ridge boys pretty much a, a barbershop quartet? The four guys. Yeah. Dwayne, oh, yeah. William Lee and Tom
3: and I mean, Robert. They had those harmonies going. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> they did that well. You know what's really hokey now is like if you go on YouTube and you start looking for videos of Oak Ridge Boys playing Elvira, you all, you never, there's no straight up video of it. It's always the, them performing at some, uh, you know, variety show. Yeah. So it's the single version and they're lip syncing, probably. Yeah, exactly. And it, what's really, what's really hokey, and like I, I give, I give musicians today such guff because I think they all lip sync their stuff. You know, they get up there and they're just dancing around and there's no singing at all. And I, I think that's just buffoonery.
3: Yeah, obviously you've forgotten American Bandstand. <laughs>
0: I've forgotten American Bandstand, but <laughs> I mean, I was watching a video this morning, and it's like, ladies and gentlemen, the Oakridge Boys, and they they all come from like five different areas of the from behind the crowd, and they all kind of like jog up to the stage, you know, just in time <laughs> to start singing the song. And I'm like, and I thought I was going to flip out. I'm like, this is ridiculous. I can't believe. And they're not it. out of breath. I know. What? I want to hold the microphone upside down, but he still sounds great. <laughs> God. The stuff that we used to allow oh, the early 80s, what a cursed time. It was beautiful. We just <laughs> didn't know any better
3: yet, Steve. Yeah. The era of the headset microphone was not upon us.
0: <laughs> okay, Carol, you're getting a lot of laughs out of this. I think it's time for your pick for a uh, favorite cover song from the 80s.
4: <laughs> yes, it is definitely time for a change. In fact, that leads me to one of my all-time favorite songs that was a cover. In 1982, this song was in such high rotation on the very young MTV network, you couldn't miss the fluffy-haired blonde that was stabbing her finger and signing her life away to the big Bruno. And then here comes that cute little John Waite to her rescue. My song is Change. Change. So this song was written by Holly Knight for her band Spider, and this was released on their 1981 album Between the Lines. That band included Anton Fig on drums. Anton Fig. Yeah, who you might remember from he was in Paul Schaefer's yeah, band, in the band on,
3: on on Late Night with him. Letterman. Yeah,
4: Amanda Blue was on vocals, and Holly was on keyboards. Cool. Her version was really so poppy and so synth heavy, you won't even recognize it.
0: Let's hear it for a second.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah,
0: com- that's, that's completely uh, different. I can't believe that's from the 80s, though. I mean, well, the thing that's interesting is
3: how quickly John Wayne covered it. Like a year later. Yeah. The next year. Like, oh, yeah, let's do that. I could do better.
0: Here we go. Did he rewrite any of the lyrics?
4: Yes, he did. He changed some of them up. I think you can hear something about the jacuzzi in in the spider version, <laughs> of, you know. And he did. He did change it. Fortunately, he slowed it down. He went with more guitars and the tempo. Even Holly Knight has been noted to say that that she preferred his version. Yeah. So the Spider album, where this song first appeared, contains another song Holly Knight wrote, which would be an, a hit for another artist. We could probably save that for another cover show, but I'll talk about it now. Any ideas?
3: Um. Uh
4: Tina Turner better be
3: good to me. Oh, I was going to go with 30 deeds done dirt cheap. <laughs>
4: oh, so close. Yeah, no Holly Knight. I have total new respect for this, this woman. She was inducted into the songwriter hall of fame in 2013 and she has this huge list of songs, the hits that she's written. This is kind of an aside. One of them even stood out for me. It's a total guilty pleasure. Um, Going back to Knott's Landing.
3: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um,
4: my mom and I would watch this every, I don't know, whatever, Thursday, Friday night. Um, CG, Lisa Hartman sang New Romance. And and that was a spider song on their album.
1: It's on YouTube. Watch it.
3: <laughs> oh, my Lord.
4: <laughs> okay. But uh, lucky for us, Change, John Waite got it. It was on his debut solo album, ignition and it only went as high as 68 in the u.s john was with the chrysalis records and he dumped them signed with emi and in the next two years released no breaks which of course has the song we all know and love missing you yeah he liked the director court vault falkenberg i believe okay and he had him direct both videos i think they're both great videos yeah as we know, John Waite is a friend of Steve. This song has backup vocals also by another friend of Steve.
3: Any ideas? Uh Richard Marks? Yes, no, Patty Smythe. Oh, Richard uh. Marks did so much backup stuff.
4: Patty Smythe also sang a song written by Holly Knight, the warrior, in nineteen eighty four. Nice. And here's another friend of Steve. The song was produced by Mr. Neil Giraldo. Woohoo!
0: (laughs) What do you like a new abbreviance? FOS, friend of Steve.
4: FOS, friends of Steve. And then Love is a Battlefield was written by Holly
3: Knight. So, Does she ever take a day off?
4: No, (laughs) it's something for
3: the rest of us, Holly. (laughs) (laughs) Sheesh. When did she write Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap, anyway?
4: Ah, that was, say, 86.
0: That was actually <laughs> 1976, but let's not worry about that now.
4: No. So change didn't really make it big outside of the MTV world until 1984 when it was featured on that wonderful soundtrack, which I have the tape in my hand right now.
3: Nice. Wow. Vision Quest,
0: one of Steve's favorites. Definitely,
3: yes. love the
0: movie, love the soundtrack. Yeah,
4: I do too. And you know, I tend to be a chick about things. And
0: really, I, Carol, you, you, yeah, no, no,
4: <laughs> I, I, I did not see the man love aspect of that movie. There's
0: no man I, love in that movie. Don't yeah. don't fool yourself.
4: I love that movie. It. <laughs> I played this tape in my car until the paint wore off. I wouldn't know this is Vision Quest unless I had it in this cover. Uh, Journey, Sammy Hagar, Foreigner, Madonna, Red Rider, yeah,
3: John Waite,
0: chock full of hits. I love it. Don't you miss soundtracks from that era? Like a movie would come out, and you'd 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 either you'd see a music video ahead of time, and you'd be like, "Oh, I've got to get this soundtrack." I mean, I don't know how many soundtracks I bought from those days before oh. I even saw the movie. Like
4: I was looking through my tapes this morning going, oh, I love that one. I love that one. You still have
0: your tapes? Wow. I know I do. I threw
3: most of that stuff out. They yeah. cost a lot of money. That sunk cost.
4: <laughs> anyway, back to my song. Did you know that this was also covered later on by Fergie? Uh,
1: I uh,
3: can't say I was paying too much attention to Fergie's career. Yes. D-o. Yes. That's Steve, the nicest
0: way I could put that. I
4: want, Steve, I want you to play a clip.
0: Oh, God. Over my dead body. Here we go. Look in
1: the
3: I mean you're dead
4: oh. now. Oh, that that's right. She she's ten years old in this clip.
3: <laughs> this, oh. was,
4: <laughs> this was in 1985 on the show Kids Incorporated.
3: Oh, you gotta be joking.
4: <laughs>
3: that's funny.
0: That is funny. That's sad and funny at the same time.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think this is one of my favorite John Waite songs. Missing You. Yeah, it's it's that's right. It's
0: right up there with um. Well, I mean, his missing you. Well, no, the one, the one from the um.
1: <laughs> if if anybody had
0: art from yeah. Uh,
1: yeah
0: about last night. About last night, I love that song. Yeah, the trouble is the songs that we love from John Waite, Aside from missing you, he never plays them anymore. I mean, oh yeah, I- I'll have to go check his set list. But he really has kind of divorced himself from a lot of that I music earlier stuff. Yeah, it's just it's a shame. I mean, I love the guy. He was so much fun to, to interview. Yeah, but he has a very he has a real interesting relationship with the (laughs) eighties,
3: as do we, my friend.
0: Yeah, but I would say they're polar opposites. So,
4: yeah, I mean he's he re-recorded "Missing You" in um, I think it was two thousand six with Alison Krauss duet. duet. Yeah, a new he did a new arrangement and it's beautiful. Oh yeah, it's for sure. I I went looking, you know, on YouTube and there was a May two thousand fifteen. Concerts where he performed change and I'm so disappointed he rearranged it and huh. I will crawl back into 1982 and stay right there with with this version of change
3: snuggle under the covers with your cassette yep. of vision quest
4: that's right
3: okay
0: Brad you're up what's your pick for a cover song this week
3: well Spearsy, my pick this week makes me want to sleep all day party all night and never grow old
1: one thing about living in Santa Carla I never could stomach all the damn vampires.
3: That's right. I bring you from the Lost Boys soundtrack in excess and Jimmy Barnes singing Good Times.
1: And this is
0: i
3: say classic it's such a great song and i had no idea it was a cover until this week when i started digging around for something to do on this show the original have you ever heard of the australian band the easy beats no i don't have their cassette me either uh (laughs) that's the sound of david feathers screaming into his uh podcast listening device what are you talking about mate's they were, yeah, <laughs> they were a huge band in Australia in the '60s. They were kind of the the Australian Beatles, if you will. Uh, not to bandy about lazy metaphors, but I will anyway. Um, they recorded this song in the late '60s, and it's a little different than the Jimmy Barnes and XS version. Let's uh, let's listen to a little bit of that real quick.
0: I do not know what to think of that song. Yeah.
3: I mean, it's the the Jimmy Barnes NXS excess versions in there somewhere, but it's very kind of 60s, kind of painted blacky, uh, you know, Rolling Stones kind of sound.
4: Yeah, psychedelic.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, suddenly knowing that, that they were this huge Australian act, makes a little bit more sense that Jimmy Barnes and NXS covered it. Well, they would have grown up listening yeah, exactly, to it, so sure. Exactly. And Jimmy Barnes, you know, when I hear Jimmy Barnes, I think, oh, good times. Well, Jimmy Barnes, another huge Australian rock and roll star, basically. He was in, uh, in the 70s, he was in a band called Cold Chisel, uh, that was kind of a, almost like a precursor band to bands like NXS, you know, the Australian kind of bar band sound. And then was a solo artist and still a solo artist and like one of the top selling artists in Australia. But when I hear Jimmy Barnes, this is the song I think of immediately. As I said, it's on the Lost Boys soundtrack
4: another yeah. great soundtrack yeah
3: it really is and yeah. it's got some other covers on it too which we'll talk about in a minute but uh, I thought in my mind that this song came out after the album Kick but it actually was before that and it didn't chart really high in the US it went to number two in Australia only made it to number 47 in the US in 1987 when it was released I remember hearing it more so maybe it maybe it was getting more play after Kick
0: went huge uh, that that would make sense
3: yeah, I mean, it's definitely a sign of things to come. Um, you know, Kick took NXS to another place, uh, you know, that they just hadn't been before. Uh, it's interesting to talk to our still our, our Australian listeners who basically say once that album dropped that they didn't ever see NXS again because they were busy touring the rest
0: of the world. That's funny because, I mean, have any, have any of you guys had a chance to see NXS live? I saw them on the Kick tour. Oh, you son of a I bitch. i told yeah. the story, haven't
3: I? I saw them. It was the same day. I know, that but I, I don't remember it. anything it was you the tell same me. Day I went <laughs> to see Devo in store at Tower Records in Westwood. Saw it uh, kick at the Fabulous Forum. Oh. God, I what would a love day. to What a day them. that it was. It really then? was. It really was. You know, uh, day I got married, day my kids were born, day I saw both Devo and NXS in an eight-hour period.
0: Wow. Living the dream, Is my you- friend. <laughs> You, well, you are. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm jealous because I don't have like. If someone says, you know, greatest day for for me, I'm like, uh, it's, it can't be the day I got married because that didn't last the first or the second time. I don't have any kids.
3: Well, if you if you'd like you to have feel friends like you of do, Steve,
0: that's right. Got friends <laughs> of the show. I mean, I guess it would be the Steve Perry day. I don't know. Wasn't it, wasn't it uh, or, the
3: day that we went to the Hollywood Bowl together, Steve? Wasn't that was That, special? Fun.
0: that was fun. <laughs> uh, you know. You know, I was thinking about this a lot, a lot um, last week. What for some? Because Brad's uh, Brad sent me a birthday present, which got to me like, like three months after <laughs> yeah, my birthday. A, a,
3: I'm it I'm that long, and B, I totally yeah. screwed up addressing the envelope.
0: He <laughs> didn't put a city, state, or like, zip code like on a, it. I think all that was on there was
3: Orlando and your name. Are you kidding yeah,
4: me? Brad. <laughs> no, I know. I just, just
0: like, I, I must have just blanked out. I don't know what to say. So. <laughs> But so, so it finally, so every day Brad would like message me, has, has the envelope shown up yet? I'm like, nope. And then finally it was about two weeks ago that it showed up and I opened it up and it's Frankie goes to Hollywood, all the, the remixes of all their hits. And, I, and I, no kidding. I've been playing it nonstop in my car pretty much ever since then. And I try to like, and in, and in my head, and this is where it comes back around to what we were talking about. I, I start reliving the lip sync thing from Frankie Goes to Hollywood, and I keep thinking, "Oh God, I would love to have done this uh-huh, of uh-huh. <laughs>
1: yeah. Good time, and I,
0: keep, and I keep imagining if I had to do lip sync today with all today's technology, how it would how it would be so much like, better? Like, 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 like flashing. A- yeah, it's like you know GoPros that that would be projecting images and all this kind of fun stuff. And a- selfie <laughs> stick no oh my god we should work (laughs) something up for the cruise that's it oh (laughs) cabin it's our cabin
1: relax uh,
0: don't do it relax so just
3: to briefly return to the point at under discussion lost boy soundtrack also has a couple other covers one of which i'd completely forgotten about and the other one is pretty popular Echo and the Bunnyman's cover of "People Are Strange" is just—it's fantastic.
4: I love that song.
3: It's so good. Yeah. Both versions are really good. I—I I really like the Echo and the Bunnyman version just because Echo and the Bunnyman's totally—the guy's just crazy. Uh, yeah,
4: I'm—I'm I'm not a Doors fan
3: at all, so. yeah they're okay, but the one I was surprised to see was Roger Daltrey has a cover of "Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me." Yeah, <gasps> which oh. is—it's really good. You should check it out.
0: Well, uh, the song I still believe is a um, cover song on the soundtrack too. It originally was done by uh, The Call. Oh,
3: I didn't know there was – oh. Yeah, I know The Call version of that. I didn't know there was a cover on here.
0: Well, if you see the um, – and it used to be an ongoing joke on Saturday Night Live where – because in the, in the movie you see a guy singing it. It's a muscle guy without a shirt, all sweaty, yeah. playing a saxophone yeah, 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 yeah. and singing. And then every, for like the longest time on Saturday Night Live, he would pop up in the middle of the scene. <laughs> So, <laughs> but yeah, they played, um, it was the call and they, uh, they did that song and it was real popular that when they toured, uh, with Simple Minds back in 1986. Nice. So there you go. My brain's working today. It's amazing. Give it a little food
3: Licking. and good things happen. <laughs> well, enough about that. You know what else is a good time? The, the Seggies.
0: <laughs> ah, the Miscore frame that is reader mailbag. Um as those of you who listened to our last show might remember, we had a cry for help. Oh, yeah, what? some some From... poor pathetic listener who just <laughs> dire straits.
4: Who was that again? Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I, I you, was you were going... so tired. I was so tired.
0: And and so you asked us for a playlist of happy songs to help cheer you up, right?
4: Yeah, just you know, when seven days a week, ten to fifteen, sixteen hours a day, it just Ugh. I needed some yeah, just some you boost in. some something good
0: your Pacific Northwest work ethic sickens me <laughs> but we helped you anyway <laughs> in spite of ourselves uh, we gave you some songs and then we asked us uh, stuck in the East nation if they had any suggestions and they have delivered Oh, we're going to devote this week's uh, reader Mailbag bag uh, session to um, suggestions from our f- from our friends out there oh well, that makes me so happy good
3: uh, Brad Why don't you read the first one? Uh, First letter is from Lou, Sweet Lou Grilly, who writes, Hey, guys. I love this question. I started thinking about happy songs, and what I realized is that songs I consider happy are the songs which make me think of the happiest periods of my life, which for me was around 1985 to 1986. I just moved to Florida. I made a bunch of great new friends. I had my first real paycheck, and I dated more girls than I did in college. So my suggestion for Carol Jansen is to remember the best times of her life and remember what songs she associates with those good times. Ooh, good times. Oh, I see yeah. what you did there, Luke, really. <clears throat> so that's what I did, and here's my top ten. Number ten, "Say La Vie by Robbie Neville. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, number nine, Tarzan Boy by Baltimore, Forever Ruined by the Listerine commercial. Number eight, Happy Hour by the House Martins, another great song. I'm just going to quit saying that. They're all great. Uh, number seven, Languages of a Virus by Laurie Anderson. Hmm. Number six, You Can Call Me Al by Paul Simon. Number five, Walking on Sunshine by Katrina and the Waves. Number four, Bizarre Love Triangle by New Order. Number two, Perfect Way by Scritty Polity. Number two. That was number three. Number two, Everybody Wants to Rule the World by Tears or Fears. And number one, first on the charts and first in our hearts, it's Oh Yeah! The oh. Yellow. Chica, chica. Bow, bow.
4: Those are good. I will, uh, yeah, I will definitely cue those up. Good suggestions. And it is, it's a, It's about the time, yeah. the memory connection. It's That's great.
3: I'm going to make a Spotify playlist with as many of these as I can actually find on Spotify. We'll publish that on the. Facebook page. Oh, fun. So everybody can listen to that. That sounds good. Yeah. Be happy. Except <laughs> you, Steve. No happiness.
0: Uh, yeah. My happy memories are all gone. Uh, let's see. Who's next? Stony Stitt didn't write, but he gave us a list. His list is um, from Stony Stitt Belly of a Whale by Burning Sensations, De La Soul by Buddy, Never Ceases to Amaze Me by Split Ends. Rain must fall by Queen. <laughs> I can honestly say I don't know a lot of these. I don't songs. know that one. Uh, yeah. uh, that one I really don't know. Uh, my girl Lollipop by Bad Manners. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, wrong one. Centerfold by Jay Giles Band. That's a good one. Uh, Sunspots, Julian Cope. Electric uh, Dreams oh, yeah. by so Phil good. So good, so good. I
4: love that one.
3: <laughs> I uh, really ought to play that, that, that at one. my
0: funeral.
1: This guy here is dead. Cross him off then.
0: Okay, then. Uh, Senses Working Overtime by XTC and Cool Places by... Oh,
1: that's a good one.
0: And Jane Weedland. Yeah, with Jane Weedland. So uh, those are good. I like those. Those those are definitely a little bit off the beaten path. I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, I definitely want you to do a Spotify list. I'd like to to hear some of these. That's happening. That would be fun. It's a thing. Okay, so let's see. We have next up... Uh, Why don't you take this one, Brad? This one's from Tor Hansen. Okay. Tor Hansen gives us a list.
3: He says, here's a 10 or 12 song contribution to Carol Jansen's Jumpstart for Joy playlist. Sorry, mixtape. They're not all happy and lyrical content, but hopefully each selection embodies enough jauntiness and or escapism to keep Carol going through this pulverizing bit of her grind.
4: Oh, thanks, Tor.
3: What a guy. What a guy. Tor suggests the following. Mandika by Sinead O'Connor. Call Me Blue by A House, Ask by The Smiths, Reach Out by Cheap Trick, Love Less by New Order, their second appearance on the charts today, Strong As I Am, The Prime Movers, Understanding Jane by Icicle Works, a great song, Uh, Do You Want to Touch Me by Joan Jett, Last Mile by Cinderella, Avalon by Roxy Music, we've got two bonus tracks, Roller Skates by Steel Pulse, and I Confess
0: by English Beat. I love, I confess, they play that like pretty much every single day on first wave on my way either to or from work. And there's a ton of great English beat tracks, but that's just a,
3: it's, you can't not be kind of to- tapping your toes when you hear that. Yeah. Uh, I am,
4: I am so touched. Thank you, everybody. These are, oh, good suggestions. I can't wait to listen.
0: We have two more left, actually. We have, uh, oh, Ryan. But oh, wait, Ryan, and there's Nash- more. <laughs> Yay. Ryan in Nashville says, my happy, pumped up song. Only the greatest song ever written, The Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the News. That's a good one. It's the power of love. If that doesn't, yeah, that's, that is about the, b- the biggest power yeah. anthem you could imagine. And then, uh, lastly, uh, Clinton Stout writes, uh, Carol, um, the happiest, most inspirational song of all time, not just the 80s, is. Drumroll, please. Whip it by Devo. Huh? <laughs> I, what? Think, I think Clinton's pandering to me here.
3: You're absolutely right, Clinton. Uh, join me on my new Whip It podcast starting next week.
0: Clinton, Clinton writes uh, People listen to it and they think it's something dirty or simply silly. But whenever I'm going through a rough time or the weight of life seems like it's too much, I listen to it and it helps me. It gets me pumped, and the lyrics are very inspirational. When a problem comes along, Steve, you must whip it. Yeah.
3: When the cream sits out too long. You must whip it.
0: <laughs> I've never actually read the something's
3: good. going wrong, Steve. You must whip it. Ugh. Clearly, there's some
0: whipping in order here.
4: Well, pow! <laughs> <laughs>
3: Fantastic.
0: Well, that's good. Thank you, Eighties Nation, for for helping out. That those are some amazing songs. Yeah, and um, we will definitely this, try to do a help more
3: than just Carol.
0: It will help all of those who are in need of a little pick me up. Those who yeah. see the... The gloom over the horizon. Or work too much. (laughs) Yeah, Which is about to (laughs) be me. The next six weeks of my life is pretty much gone now. As always, send your emails to sit80s at gmail.com.
1: What's happening, hot stuff? Ah, By
0: the sound of the gong, it must be time for Mystery Movie Moment. Uh, We'll play a snippet of a movie from the 80s. And if you get it right, you get entered into the drawing for a bottle opener christened with the logo of Stuck in the 80s. (laughs) Pay attention. Here's the clip from last week. Not
1: even dark out and he's out of his skull. Well, I mean, He's been working awfully
0: hard, you know. Uh, as befitting a Labor Day podcast, that's Weekend at Bernie's. I love
3: this movie. I just – I actually, I watched it on Labor Day weekend, I think, while I was folding
0: approximately 12 million loads of laundry.
3: But it kept me entertained.
0: Every once in a while, Brad and I think about the idea of trying to, to pull off the Weekend at Bernie's costume for uh, the 80s cruise. But then we think, who are we going to get to play the dead body? Yeah. We yeah. just need someone. <laughs> Carol, you want You sure you don't want to come on a cruise and be no, uh, dressed like a man? I don't want to be dead a dead man? body
3: on a cruise. <laughs> I guess maybe we could get a mannequin.
0: <laughs> Do you have a blow-up doll in that chest of yours? <laughs> that closet? It's on the closet. <laughs> uh, Brad, read some of the – we didn't get a lot of winners. I'm kind of surprised, but uh, go ahead and read them. Well, you know, we are, uh, we're following – Hot
3: on the heels of our last release, so people didn't have a whole lot of time. That said, winners include Jason, who still uses bottle openers, Blisky. You just made the list, Jason. You'll never win one ever. Oh. PJ Vreccia, Christian Lopez, John Brandt, Joseph Perdue, and Ryan the Pirate in Nashville, Tennessee. Where
0: the street is Elvira. (laughs) <laughs> Boom,
1: bop, bop, bop. Bop, bop.
3: Brian,
0: you got to send oh. us, if this street still exists, please send us a photo of this elusive street and please explain to us why we should be singing songs about it. In the meantime, pay attention. Here's this week's mystery clip.
4: What's your preference? Apple? Pear? Wang?
0: If you know it, email us at sit80s at gmail.com or steven80s or brad80s at gmail.com. <laughs> Ah, the miscore frame that is named that 80s tune. Hey, we will play a little tiny piece of a song from the 80s. Your job, identify it correctly and email us at the correct address, thus enabling you to possibly win a bottle opener. <laughs> Pay attention. Here's last week's mystery clip. That's Give It Up by Casey from Casey and the Sunshine Band. a little tip of the cap there to our good friend Kevin Wench he actually profiled that song I think the very day that I picked it for the podcast so. such a good song it it's is such a it good is. song
3: I love Casey oh Sunshine it's Band. such
0: a earworm too I was singing it earlier yeah. today when uh, I was on the phone with Carol so I mean I know that uh,
3: you know that's 70s and all but that's when I was like I think my first record I ever bought was the Casey and the Sunshine Band single
0: yeah I, th- I think that was by law given to you at that age
3: yeah I went down to TG&Y and picked it up jeez Um, why don't you name some of the winners then? Nothing would please me to give up some winners' names here. Winners include O.J. from La Coruna, Spain, Phil from Adelaide, who also has the pirate movie on DVD, Just Dan, Peter Ryan, Scott from Minnesota, Chris B., and Clinton Stout.
0: Let's spin the wheel and see who gets the bottle opener. Well, what do you know? The man who doesn't need a bottle opener just want a bottle opener. Jason Bilski. Jason, I'll go ahead and just send that to charity on your behalf since obviously
3: you don't need it.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> There's 75... 75- send us a mailing address. I'll mail
0: it to you. It'll be great. Yeah. You can like hang it. They're pretty. <laughs> pretty. pretty. Pay attention. Here's our mystery tune for this week. If you know it, email us at sit80s at gmail.com you know the other addresses and tune in next week to find out if you are a wiener we'll be
2: right back after this commercial break cruise back to the 80s on the first ever 80s cruise seven days in the most radical party to ever hit the high seas with a totally awesome lineup of artists that define the sound of the decade join Huey Lewis in the news Richard Marks Starship Cool and the Gang, A Flock of Seagulls, Modern English, Naked Eyes, Tiffany, Wang Chung, and Jesse's Girl, the ultimate 80s party band, and the original MTV VJs, Nina Blackwood, Mark Goodman, and Alan Hunter. As we cruise to exotic ports of core like Grand Turk, San Juan, St. Thomas, and the private island of Half Moon Key, we're going all out by building an 80s video game arcade with Donkey Kong, Mario Brothers, and of course Pac-Man, showing movies like Ferris Bueller and Pretty in Pink. And there'll even be a VJ contest. Don't forget to pack your best 80s looks because we're having a prom night, a movie costume party, pajama party, and neon beach party. You can't miss this. Sailing from February 28th through March 6th, 2016 for the most gnarly vacation ever. For more information, log on to the80scruise.com or call 844-384-8080.
1: Show and tell time. Another teddy bear? My teddy's name is Teddy Ruxpin. He talks, he tells stories. he... Four battles not included. Hi, my name is Teddy Ruxpin. Can you and I be friends? Yes. Yeah. I really enjoy talking to people. I would like you. Teddy Ruxpin, the storytelling bear, comes with illustrated book and cassette from Worlds of Wonder. You're You're so unhappy with the way that you've been living. Oh, we always wish for money, we always wish for fame. We think we have the answers. Some things to change
0: yeah. and we're back, and we have just a few minutes left in the show.
3: Hey, Steve, I I just got a letter. just came in that actually fits with the show. I think we should read
0: it. Okay, go ahead.
3: Okay. So the writer starts, Dear Stephen Brad, I may be of some help to the listener on the last show requesting some motivational, feel-good, coffee-substitute songs. Oh. I know a little bit about those types of songs. Well, maybe a little bit more about the listener needing those types of songs. What? She's my big sister, Carol Jansen. <laughs> What? My brother and I grew up with her in the 80s, so I have a good idea what tunes might do the trick. True, I've barely seen her these last few months, and I know how much of a load she's been carrying for her work. She's definitely overdue for some feel-good tunage. Oh. To cut to the chase, these are all car songs to me. Driving in the car with Carol was always happy, stress-free times. Crank the tunes and free your worries. Am I right? (laughs) Carol was the big sister who drove us anywhere and everywhere we needed or even wanted to go. Whether she took us to see Endless Love at the Sun Valley (laughs) Hall. (laughs)
4: That's what you get when you're a little brother. You have to go see my movies.
3: (laughs) Yes, so. Or just to school, she always had a bunch of cassette tapes ready to rock the Peugeot's sweet sound system.
1: That's right.
3: Are Peugeot still a thing? I don't think they sell them in the United States, but yes, Peugeot's still around. Every Wednesday night, she would drive me to my drum lessons in town. Yes. Then we'd hit McDonald's on the way home. Yes. Then we'd hit the big country with the bag of evidence, so Mom wouldn't find out. Singing our own version of that classic, changing the lyrics to describe our littering. (laughs) The big country was a housing development. Okay, so you'd like just huck your McDonald's bag out into someone's yard? Yeah. (laughs) Well, you're a rebel, Dottie. We were bad. Watching the video for Who Can It Be Now was where I first learned Colin Hay had Jack Elam eyes. (laughs) Is that a Kim Carnes cover? (laughs) We'd listen over and over to our favorite songs until the tape would warble and stretch. These songs may not mean much to the greater 80s nation, but I know they'll be a healing balm for Carol Jansen. I know if Carol hears these songs, she'll instantly smile, remembering the way we laughed and drove nowhere in particular just to stay in the car and hear some great music. I remember specifically her telling us that she knew they would be hits. That's right. First hearing Who Can It Be Now? Hurt So Good and Big Country. But she might have said the same for Buana. Oh. <laughs> so, Lindsay Buckingham. Here are my top five 80s motivational, feel good, get you going coffee substitute songs for Carol Jansen oh. Hurt So Good by John Cougar. Yes. Buana by Lindsey Buckingham. <laughs> Only You by Yaz.
4: Oh, I love that one.
3: In a Big Country by Big Country. And Who Can It Be Now by Men at Work. Oh. Signed Sergeant Bravo.
4: Oh, that brat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you.
3: Are you going to need a moment, Carol to yes. close yourself?
4: <laughs> Those are great songs. And and it's oh. Okay, I got to catch my breath. We did. I oh gosh, like I like I said with my Vision Quest tape, we would get in the car and just drive and play the music.
3: Yeah, oh, that's good stuff. That's good times. Those
4: those are just like I think it was Lou Greeley said, take the music back to the time when you were happiest, and those those days with my younger brothers were great.
0: That's so cool.
4: That's I am that's so fantastic. Touched. I'm touched.
0: It's been a long time since somebody cried on the show. And I think we were well overdue. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I usually cry when we're editing it.
0: <laughs> I usually cry when I listen to your edit.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm, now I'm going to
0: cry. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, but but Lou's right and Sergeant Bravo's right. Um, you go back to that time and you listen to that music and it takes you right back there again. And That's kind of what the whole podcast has always been about. Good point. So... Yeah. I hope you enjoyed our, our third installment of cover songs in the '80s. Um, as always, if you have uh, recommendations on cover songs you want us to cover, or if you want to suggest uh, songs that you don't think that we knew were covers, email us. Uh, in the meantime, thanks to Brad and thanks to Carol Jansen.
4: and the '80s Nation.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's all have a big group hug and remain group here. Group hug. <laughs>
1: mm.
0: And we'll remain here, hopelessly stuck in the '80s.
3: stuck in the 80s is a class of 85 production please listen responsibly you know what else is a good time your mom